Hello, welcome to Uncluttered, a podcast that discusses the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not so much on the how of being organized, but why it's important from a biblical standpoint to leave the chaos and the clutter in our lives behind. My name's Angie Heitch. I'm an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. And I'm Leanna George, an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas. Are you ready to unclutter your heart and home so you can focus on what matters most? If so, let's dive in. All right. So, Leanna, I am excited because Eric and I are headed to some more national parks. I've told you about how much we love hiking and the parks. We've gone to 38. There's 63. So we're getting ready to hit a few more. So it's time to get the backpacks out and figure out what gear we need. Um, We're pretty seasoned hikers now, but I know when we first started, we just had a hard time knowing what we what was essential and what was optional. Um, You know, we knew essentials. We would need water and some snacks and um, a good map and a camera, that kind of thing. But there were so many things that we were considering taking just in case. And, you know, so like, okay, well, we this hike, we're doing some stream crossing. So what if we fall in the creek and get wet? I don't want to be wet the whole time. So maybe we need extra clothes. And if we got really lost, we'd need more food. And well, what if we got hurt? We'd probably need a first aid kit. And I mean, it could be really bad. So we might need like a kit for a splint and we might need things to make a fire and maybe like a mirror to signal a plane. I mean, you know, (laughs) sleeping bags, it just goes on and on. And so we decided, okay, we can't pack all of that because if we had all that in our backpacks, we'd just be miserable. We're just day hikers. So, yeah. Well, you know, and um, that just is reason number 537 why I don't camp or hike. So, <laughs> <laughs> many details. But if you took everything that you could possibly think of, you'd be so loaded down that hiking would be miserable. Yep. You yep. wouldn't be able to enjoy yourself. You wouldn't enjoy your time with your husband um, and you wouldn't be able to enjoy creation in and of itself. So, I mean, because, you know, that's what clutter does in our lives. It is, it weighs us down and it pulls our focus away from what matters most. And so we have to be able to understand that clutter um, distracts us um, Mm. from what our priorities are and what matters most. Absolutely. Yeah. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that hindrance that clutter is. And our scripture verse uh, for this episode is comes from Hebrews chapter 12. Um, and it kind of gives us an ex- ex- exact idea of how to handle clutter. Now, if you remember in Hebrews 11, we're talking about all the heroes of the faith. Right. And then we jump into chapter 12 and it says in verses one and two, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. All those camping supplies that would mm. slow you down. All that stuff in your um, schedule, all that stuff in your house that slows us down. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. And so the best way to deal mm-hmm. with clutter is to get rid of it, right? We need to throw it yes. all away. Uh, You know, of course, we're not saying you have to get rid of everything in your life. That's not what we're trying to say. But what we're trying to say is we need to be able to identify what's clutter and then figure out how it's weighing us down. So in this episode, we're going to try to sit down with you and just identify the different types of clutter. So Angie, why don't you get us started? 
All right. So if you were to ask 10 different people, what is clutter? I guarantee at least eight of the 10 would say, oh, well, it's big piles of stuff, stuff you don't need. And absolutely, stuff, excess stuff is definitely clutter. Um, no doubt about it. When I started doing professional organizing, I remember uh, some days I'd go into cluttered homes and I'd come home and I would look around and just be just like, oh, this is so much better because I didn't have a lot of excess stuff in my house because, you know, that's just not a weakness of mine as far as physical stuff. But then the more I learned about clutter and how it's anything that distracts us from our priorities. And then the more I read about the Bible and seeing how that could play in, then I realized, you know what? I have just as much clutter as any of my clients. It just so happens that mine is invisible. <laughs> so clutter is not just about excess stuff, but it's anything that distracts. And so the two categories that I really struggle with are schedule clutter. Uh, like your calendar is just packed with activities. Your to-do list is huge. Um, and then attention or mental clutter where you can't be present in the moment. So there's way more, it's more broad and pervasive than just our excess stuff. Yeah. And so I think that, it's, well, I think yeah, it's kind of like you know, out of sight, out of mind, right? Yeah. We see our physical clutter. So it's always there in our face reminding mm -hmm. us that, you know, we've got this problem. Um, but with our schedule and with our attention, we don't see it as much. Um, you know, I mean, yes, we could look at our calendar if we kept a right. paper calendar or something, you know, you yeah. could see that you, you, you uh, I think it's, those are more elusive just because they're not staring you in the face. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting too, that, uh, the origin, I looked up the origin of the word clutter and it means to clot. So basically mm -hmm. clotting up, you know, your life, your space, your mind, your priorities. It's just, it's something that's clotting and we need to get it un unclotted. <laughs> Not uncluttered, uncluttered and unclotted. Uncluttered, <laughs> unclotted. I love that visual image though. I think yeah, that's right. really good. Yeah. yeah. And when well, we talk about the schedule clutter. Um, let's, let's get going on yeah. that one. Yeah. A, a calendar that is crammed full of stuff and a to-do list that's got, uh, that's a mile long, and a lot of the things on it are not serving me well. They are not in line with my priorities. They are not making me closer to God, to my family, to my community. They're not contributing to my health, my physical health, mental, spiritual. Um, so in all of those things that are taking up my time are clutter. Um, so and schedule clutter, those invisible categories may not be as visually distracting, but I think they are probably more distracting overall than the physical stuff. Oh, so definitely. Yeah. So what what about attention clutter, Leanna? What do you think about with that? Oh, I want to hold up. I want to go back to schedule real quick because yeah. I, this is the one area I think uh, I'm with you on it that I don't have an excess amount of stuff in my house. Um, actually, my husband says I get rid of things all the time and he wishes that I would do that. <laughs> I'm not a minimalist, but, you know, I don't have a whole bunch of things. But I do struggle with overbooking myself. Mm -hmm. um, I'm superwoman thinking I could do it all, be it yeah. all, have it all. Um, and I have to realize that every time I say yes to something, every time I say I can do that and I'll put you down on my calendar. I'm saying no to something else. Oh, and so true. That no is my family, mm -hmm. 
my well-being, you know, my time with God. Um, so, you know, we sit there and we think, oh, schedule clutter is not that big of a deal. I don't see it. It's not affecting me, but it is because we are taking away from what matters most with things that while they could be good, they probably aren't our best or even, oh. you know, so I think we just have to be really careful when we put anything on our calendar, um, is to ask ourselves, is this the best for me? You know, it's good, you know, volunteering and helping at the soup kitchen is good. Um, you know, and, and being there for your friends at their, when they're at the surgery, that's good stuff. Definitely. But sometimes we have to stop and ask ourselves, is, is it the best? Maybe we could find other ways. Maybe we could donate money to the food kitchen, uh, soup kitchen, or maybe we could send flowers or provide a meal instead of having to physically be there in our calendars and um, our schedules. So, yeah. um, you know, there, uh, there are other decisions. Yeah, those decisions are really difficult. Um, they are. I know for me as an extrovert and a real high energy person, this is a real struggle for me. And um, and I really, for the longest time, I was like, I can totally juggle this. Mm -hmm. And I just prided myself on being a multitasker and I get this all done and it says go, go, go. And I loved it. And I thought that I was thriving and I was exhausted. And I was not giving my family what they needed. And and also, I think I kind of filled up my time so that I didn't have time to really reflect on what was important. Like, I would yeah. say the right answers if you asked me what my priorities were. But if you looked at how I spent my time, they didn't match up at all. No. So. And eventually, like you said, we're juggling all these different plates. And eventually, they come crashing down. Mm -hmm. They do. Yeah, something, something's got to give. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've got to be able, just like you look at that stuff in your pantry or your drawer or, you know, wherever it is, you may have clutter in your physical space. You need to be looking at your calendar and going, where am I cluttering up my, my time with my time? Because it's, it's, you know, we only have so much time. No one's given a guarantee tomorrow and we have to make the most of what we have. So yeah schedule is an issue. And we're going to give you some more ideas on how to help you tame that clutter. But let's talk Absolutely. about attention. Let's yes. talk about it because it's it's particularly harmful as well, because when our minds are full of clutter, we can't pay attention to the people and activities around us. If we're too busy ruminating over our to-do list or scrolling through social media, mm. uh, we're going to miss out what's going on in the present and the right now. Uh, we'll be there physically, but mentally we're, you know, two weeks out we're, you know, two hours away. Um, and the danger with this type of clutter is that not only do we miss out on, on what we gain from interaction, but we can damage the relationships we have with those who mean the most to us, the, our loved oh, ones. That is so true. And I am, I don't know if you could say I'm a terrible example or a really good example, but um, I, I have had years of my life where I was so hook to my phone, social media, email, whatever, that my my husband and my girls and my extended family practically begging me to put it down. Mm -hmm. And I tried some little half-hearted efforts, but in the end, it took really drastic measures. And I, I really regret that I didn't put, uh, put a stop to it sooner. Um, it, it can be very damaging. Um, and so it, it's a serious problem. Um, and 
I know that a lot of people would probably say, oh, yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about because so-and-so is constant, you know, those teenagers, those whatever. But I, <clears throat> I challenge you to take a look at yourself because it's all ages and demographics and genders and um, it's a common problem. And it may not be your phone. It may be it may be something else, but you know whether the clutter is physical schedule or attention, it's all taking us away from what's important. Right. I mean, how many times have I tried to sit down and have my quiet time with God, and you know, and I'm sitting there, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I need to go to the grocery store. Oh, I, you know, I need to call mm -hmm. this person. Oh, oh yeah. Or that, you know, and then you know, I'm not listening to God. I'm not even talking to him anymore because my attention has drifted elsewhere. So we have to be very careful. Um, that we that we do that. So if it's if we realize that clutter in whatever form it takes is damaging because it draws us away from what matters most, then we need to make sure we know how to identify it. And that's mm -hmm. what I mentioned a little bit earlier. So how do you know if something is clutter? And so there are a few questions that Angie and I have come up with um, that you can ask yourself um, whether or not. And of course, we'll have these in the show notes so you don't have to hurry if you're right. driving to this do not take your hands off <laughs> to write these down do not worry we will have them for you mm -hmm. um but the first one is physical clutter and um there are a few questions that you need to ask about the things that you have which is one of the most important ones is do i love it you know kind of like mm -hmm. the marie kondo does it spark joy right basically do i love it am i going to use it and if you can't answer both those questions with an enthusiastic yes then it might be clutter and you should consider letting it go. Mm -hmm. And you need to ask yourself that before you even bring it into your house. Oh, yes. When you're in the store, because I remember when I would take my girls shopping and they would try on outfits and then they would like, what do you think, mom? Can we buy it? Can we buy it? And I was like, well, do you love it? And they're like, yeah, it's okay. Um, and I'm like, no, no, no. Do you love it? Because I yeah. knew, I knew, I knew, I knew that if they didn't love it, yeah, that they were not going to wear it. They would only yes. pick out the things they would only wear the things they truly love. That's what we do. Right. So yeah, ask I'm yourself, trying to get better about that as well. When I look in my closet, sometimes I look I'm like, what was I thinking? Right. Exactly. Crazy. So we ask these things, not only when we're at the spaces that we're at, but even beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, then another question to ask is when is the last time I used it? Okay. Mm. Um, you know, in the organizing world, we say six months to a year, right? Um, so, you know, but so if you haven't used it in five, 10 years, odds <laughs> are you probably aren't going to use it. Probably yep. odds are the technology is outdated. You can't find the cord for it anyway. You know, probably <laughs> it's just not going to serve you. There's a, there's a better version of it somewhere, you know? So if you haven't used it in a while and, and that, ha that is not a set, I think the important, it's important to remember that's not a set uh, number. Right. I think every individual needs to have their own set number Re within mm -hmm. reason, right? Because if everybody right. goes, oh, five years, so we're yeah, going to be in trouble. Years. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. It's good. <laughs> um, but no, if we, if we, you know, I would try to say within a year, probably. Okay. But, you know, of course, let that be an individual choice. We're not here to set rules. Mm -hmm. um, but, and then finally, is it serving me well now? Mm. You know, is, is it is it is what is it useful in the season of life I'm in? Mm, that's um, so important. Yeah, because I'm an empty nester. You know, I cannot hold on. My husband's like, we don't have any toys for our grandkids, and I was like, <laughs> that's 
Because they're not going to want 1990s versions of Barbie dolls. They're going to want the new and modern things. So there's 10 times better, right? Mm. Uh, I did save the books, just so everybody knows. I'm not terrible. Me too. I saved the books, then I have the bedding, and I have the cute little outfits. But I didn't save everything. Yeah. Um, no, we're we always we are always ebbing and flowing into different seasons of life. So you know, something that served me well in my twenties probably isn't going to serve me well in my thirties, forties, or fifties, um, and that's okay. That's okay. So yeah, yeah. So how about schedule clutter, Angie? What are some questions for that? All right. So schedule clutter. We're talking about how we're spending our time now. So first of all, does the way you spend your time line up with your priorities? Well, you got to know what your priorities are, mm -hmm. um, and then. Just take a magnifying glass to that calendar, whether it's a physical or a digital one, and, and that to-do list. D is this aligning with my priorities? Now, you know, we may not be able to uh, put a link between like cleaning the toilets and the Bible, but we are going to worry about our health. So and keeping a nice environment, but but really be uh, be diligent about looking at is this aligning with my priorities? That's one. Um, and as Christians, the most important one should be: is the way I'm spending my time bringing me closer to God, or is it leading me further from Him? Is this enhancing my relationship with God? And then third, you could ask: is the way that I'm spending my time helping me with my physical, spiritual, emotional, mental health? Is it making me healthier, making me a better me, or is it um, damaging that? So those are some questions you can ask about the schedule clutter. Yeah, and we, I think it's, especially for Christians, it's so important that we can get so caught up in good works. Yes, this yes. this at church is drawing me closer to God, right? I am doing it for the kingdom of God. And we can get so caught up in that, that you can be on every committee, every ministry, every, you know, group that there is. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's best or that it's actually drawing you closer to God. So we have to be very careful, I think, especially as Christians with that. In our yes, schedule. I've had seasons where I was probably one of the hardest workers at the church. But I was not spending time praying and in the word. So right. I was like the biggest hypocrite. But you would never have known that. No. Um, then as far as the attention clutter, um, yeah. so we're talking about stuff in our mind. This is the hardest one of all, but probably the most important one. Um, so we always, as Christians, we always want to compare ourselves to God's word. And so does what I'm thinking align with God's word. And a good verse to remember for this is Philippians 4, 8. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So is what is spinning around in your mind right now, would that line up with that? Uh, another question you could ask, let's talk about what we're uh, allowing to come into our minds, what we're listening to what we're watching, are those contributing to my well-being, that physical, emotional, mental, spiritual health? Um, do these things bring me closer to God, the things I'm thinking about, uh, closer to God, my family, my friends and community? Are they pulling me further away? So those are a few questions for each of the categories of clutter. Um, so uh, Leanna, why don't you do just a little review and tell them about our resource we've got for this week. All right. Well, our club, I guess uh, we said 
earlier today, our clutter gets the way of what's important. It pulls us our focus away from what we want to do. And it's anything that distracts us from our priorities. And in order to be able to um, get rid of that clutter, to unclot, to unclutter, however you want to talk about it, you have to identify and know what it is that you're dealing with first. And so we talked about three different kinds of clutter. We talked about physical, we talked about schedule, and we talked about attention. And so you can't start getting uncluttered until you realize what kind of clutter you have. Maybe you have all three. I mean, I've been guilty of having all three before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think it we're no one's perfect, right? So don't beat yourself up. Don't, um, you know, there's no judgment here whatsoever. Just know that, you know, you're not alone, that there are other people with these same issues and we're all just trying to do the best we can. So yes. we have a full list of questions, like I said earlier on the uh, resource uh, in the show notes that you can print out and keep handy so you can easily identify if clutter is taking over the different aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, yeah, so that, uh, and you'll find the show notes on our website, which is uh, uncluttered.faith. You can also find those on our YouTube channel. Um, so, that is it for episode five, Clutter 101. Awesome. So we're uh, so glad to have you. Thanks for for uh, joining us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Send us some questions. Tell us about your uncluttering victories and about your challenges. Yes, um, yeah, we'd love to connect with you. Yeah, we want to cheer you on and support you however yeah. we can. And also, um, if you would like to leave a review, um, it helps others find our podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're enjoying this, spread the love by telling a friend or leaving a review um, and let us know how we're doing because it really does help so much. So until next time, remember, an uncluttered life is an abundant life. 